Hello and welcome. It's been a while since we've done a little podcast. Time to get back into the groove. I hope things are going well with you and your family. I've been doing this podcast for a number of years now and took a respite, but getting back into it and I wanted to share some thoughts with you. Part of the thinking that I've had is, is should I be doing interviews with people or should I just be kind of sharing ideas, things I see, things I come across, things I talk to with clients about. And the more that I think about it, I, I think I'm kind of landing on this idea of just talking, just coming to do a few minutes um, of recording and sharing ideas, thoughts, things I'm seeing on a regular basis. So it's a different type of podcast than when I started uh, with doing interviews. But I think there is a purpose and, a, and value to be shared with uh, the various things in terms of uh, money management, money allocation, behavioral finance, decisions we make with money, how we feel about money, uh, the way that one, if you're in a relationship, one partner feels one way, another partner feels another way, and they're not able to always uh, be on the same page with what they're seeing and the decisions they make going forward. And uh, navigating that can be tricky. I've seen that a number of times in my financial planning practice. But I have a few notes that I wanted to share with you today, just some things I've seen recently. So uh, probably be 10 minutes or so maybe on this podcast. I'm not sure. But um, the whole idea with, with this podcast, uh, smart people money, the, the things that smart people do with money, the things that smart people don't do with money. Those are two of the big premises of of this podcast. So I try and stick with that, and sometimes I get jumbled up with, with other things. But uh, nonetheless, uh, let's see what we can share today. I do have a few notes that I've written down, a couple uh, outlined items. And uh, what, I'll, what I'll start with is the idea of people, when they want to retire, we'll talk about retirement. You kind of work your whole career, your whole life, and you get to the point where you're saying, I wonder if I'm ready to retire. And it, it becomes a puzzle. You're trying to understand, can I really do this? And what does that look like? And for some people, they're able to kind of come up with an equation in their head where they think, yes, I can do it. Or they think, no, I can't do it. But that equation that they come up with in their head, does it hold merit in terms of what will actually work in the real world? For some people... It works and they can do it and they kind of are, have a good gauge of that. And for other people, they don't have that, that um, I guess they don't really believe themselves or they don't know if their kind of opinion on the matter is is uh, worthy of, of being able to make a decision on it. And so um, I've seen, I've been the, the neutral kind of referee or validation person with numerous people and, and I do like being in that role and helping make sense of the puzzle and putting it together. Um, even if it's someone that we're just doing kind of a one-off thing. Um, but it, it does become a tricky equation when you have multiple assets, when you have multiple, um, retirement accounts, uh, checking accounts, savings accounts, possibly multiple properties, various mortgages, various income. One of you may want to retire. One of you doesn't. What does that mean for taxes? What you know, all these different things, uh, health insurance, numerous things, kind of go into it. But um, that is one area where I definitely see people looking for validation, trying to understand: Well, can I do this? When can I do it? What will it look like? 
and uh, help me push the button to get started. And so one area that, uh, that I find that, that people struggle. Okay. So I think in those situations, I feel like it's a great idea to consult with someone. That's where you want to find a financial planner to, um, help make that decision to move forward or not. Yeah. All right. So moving on to my second topic, I, I do see, and I get phone calls sometimes, you know, you have a family member pass away and there's an inheritance there's assets that need to be kind of separated or dissolved and then kind of given to the beneficiaries and how that gets done, the process of how that gets done. Um, it's not always simple where it's just money sitting in a savings account. Sometimes there's assets, you know, a house, it takes time to get that sold. And sometimes there's a process of how that works. Um, the trustee, if there is a trust, it will be the person handling that there's not a trust and it has to go through probate becomes a much more, um, long drawn out, uh, deal. So having a trust is a big idea. And then having a process for, uh, knowing who that trustee is and having them be educated on how that works. is also kind of a big deal. So something to always think about, but, um, that's commonly when I get a phone call, someone will say, Hey, uh, this just happened. Help me understand what's going on and what, what I might do now with this process of, um, dealing with this. It may be the trustee calling me. It may be just someone that's a beneficiary calling me and, um, we end up talking through that process and everything in life seems to have a process, doesn't it? Like just understanding that process or, or talking to someone who does understand that process helps us get there that much quicker, helps us have a little less anxiety about it. Okay. Moving on to the next topic that I wanted to mention. Um, I have it written down here. I don't know how I want to mention this, but, uh, occasionally I'll get phone calls through people, um, either just starting the process of, of a divorce, a separation, or already through kind of the midway process of a divorce or separation, or already kind of done and, and everything separated. And, you know, but when, when you have moments like that, those in life, when those come up for family or friends or yourself, you know, I think it's good to get some guidance. I mean, you could see where there's going to be questions that come up on, on things like that. And, um, anyhow, I, I think, uh, it's, it's uh, <laughs> today when I was making the podcast notes, I kind of just wrote down a series of things and that was, was on the list. So I don't know what I want to say further about that, but, uh, but that's on there. And I have spoke with people at, at various stages of that process. And, uh, you know, as in anything, the theory and the theme that you hear from me is is that it's good to have someone to consult with. It's good to seek um, some guidance and, and advice where you can just to kind of make educated decisions and also work from maybe facts more than work from emotion. Um, that's always helpful. Okay, moving to the next note, it's income for retirement. I commonly talk to people about the idea of when you're at retirement and you're reaching that phase of social security or a pension, 
um, utilizing different sources of assets to provide income for you when you're not going to be working anymore, there becomes question marks around the things like, well, how is this going to impact my taxes? Where are we going to get health care? And uh, will we qualify for benefits? And what what does this look like? And And so that's commonly an area where we'll try and take a look at things and understand what these guidelines are and strategize the process of which sources of assets or income to utilize to be most beneficial for you. And uh, so there's a multi kind of factored approach in doing that because there's a lot of different things to look at and it's not complex. I mean, I've kind of been looking at it for a number of years, so I understand where the pieces and the levers are. I think what I observe in the clients that I work with is they're just not as familiar with the different parts of it. So it's it's not that it's complex and the decision can't be made. Um, a lot of people do like to do it yourself as far as some of this stuff now, but people aren't as common with these different things. So that's where having some assistance um, helps, helps kind of, again, getting that guidance and, and counsel. So, um, all right, now I'll mention a few things. Um, f- there's a lot of people that are young and getting started that, that listen to this podcast. And so some of the things I share isn't necessarily relevant to them in their life, but, but I do want to make sure that I at least touch on things that fit that segment. And, um, what I wanted to say here is, you know, thinking about what smart people do and talking with, with hundreds and hundreds of different families over the years, um, I've come to make some observations on some of the folks that are in a great position. They do things that are are really uh, in a in a in a way that is very prudent. You know, they don't spend more than they have. They're very cautious about spending money. They fight for every dollar. I think that's a valuable thing that we don't see as much today that I'd like to see more of, um, at least talked about. And the other thing I'll say is, you know, I, what I observe in in folks often young people, often people that might be struggling a little bit more financially is, is this idea of fighting for every dollar. You have to fight for every dollar that you spend. You can't spend easily. You can't spend willy nilly. You can't spend in a way that just allows the money to go out without respecting how difficult it is to earn that same dollar. So in, in young people and in people that are struggling, I, I find that they're a little soft and they don't fight for every dollar the way that some folks do that, that end up eventually being more well-heeled or when they're older being in a financial situation that is uh, of, of, of stronger is the idea that they've fought for that savings and fought for every dollar in terms of the spending. I think that's just a different way of saying know your income and and make your income be more than your expenses. I mean, that's what we always have to do, right? But uh, but I like that idea of fighting for every dollar. Be careful how you spend that money. Um, one thing recently, my wife and I got in an argument about was uh, I'll just share this: is we were going skiing and we had um, already had helmets for the kids for skiing. You know, they're hand me downs from. Uh, older siblings and things, but um, but they're still in good working order. Everything on them works soundly, and they're quality skiing helmets. But when we went to go rent skis, we go and uh, my wife uh, decided to rent um, for the day additional helmets. And <laughs> to me, it's not a lot of money um, to rent a helmet. 
but we already had helmets and it just irked me in a way that was hard to describe that uh, we were renting helmets when we already had helmets. So the redundancy of spending and again, not a lot of money relative to the whole experience of renting skis and things, but every dollar counts. Every dollar matters. And it's important that um, if you're trying to save money, then try to save money. Don't redundantly spend on things you don't necessarily need. It's maybe a matter of principle more than anything. Um, but, but that just, to me, that really matters. And, uh, and, you know, I don't know how, how valid that may be for you or, or another, the big scheme of things. But, uh, but to me, I think, I think it's important to note and, uh, Ah, I don't know why I want to share that, but I did. <laughs> I did. Well, listen, that's all I have for today. I hope you have a wonderful, uh, wonderful day here. We'll hope to be back with you again soon. I'm Michael Anderson. My firm is Marinantha.com. Uh, you can always check that out to learn more about me or listen to previous shows and podcasts. And uh, hope you have a wonderful time. We'll talk with you soon. Be well.